Welcome to Launching Light, the podcast for lightworkers and spiritual entrepreneurs to get tips and inspiration to launch their light in the world via their sacred business. I'm your host, Coach Bianca from FuelYourMagic.com. Are you seeking ways to raise your vibe to rise in your business? If so, keep on listening. On this episode, our guest is Morgan Fitzgerald. He's a public speaker and self-care advocate who takes pride in hosting free community events, which help hard conversations about mental health, mindfulness, spirituality, and wellness to take place and heal people. Through being completely open with his struggles with mental health and sex addiction, people find the strength and inspiration to start putting themselves first, find their spiritual path, and seek help. In this conversation, a few topics we touch on are the power of connecting with your spirit team, making time for me time, and how self-care is sexy. So let's get to it. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, Morgan. I'm so excited to have you on to talk all things self-care and public speaking. How are you today? Thank How's you. it going yeah. down in Australia? Yeah, look, it's um, a little bit cold. It's going into autumn slash winter and um, trying to rug up and, and practice self-care. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm doing really well and I'm super happy to be on. Great, great. Yeah, it's pretty cold here too. It's We're moving into, we're in spring already and we've had some warm days, but it's gone back down. So I, I really? feel that, ooh, yeah, sometimes I, I want to wrap myself up in a blanket. <laughs> I was doing just that yesterday. Yeah, I need some, some warm coffee or tea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so let's get into it. So can you describe a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Morgan, Morgan Fitzgerald, and I'm in Australia. Um, the work that I do, it's an interesting one. I am a public speaker. I'm a public speaker that talks about the power of mental health, mindfulness, uh, self-care, and the, the power of going within opposed to actually looking from external validation from others. Um, a lot of what I do, I consider to be channeled from angels and universal energy. Um, and that's where I find the power actually comes from in what I do. Um, a little bit more about me. A lot of the stuff that I publicly speak about is um, related to spirit and going within because I think so many times in the culture in which we live in, we're taught to look externally, look externally for validation from others. But I honestly think that all of the success I've had is actually working with angels and working with spirits and universal energy to actually look more deeply within and actually teach people how to do that more often. Wow, that's a, that's a really interesting concept because I feel most people think, even I tend to think sometimes, when you um, ask for guidance from your angels or your guides, um, you're looking outside of yourself. So it's really interesting that you have that perspective that it makes you go deeper within. That's, that's pretty cool. I honestly think that, yes, 100%. You know what? Until you actually just said that in terms of, you know, seeking external validation from mm-hmm. angels, mm-hmm. they're a part of our spirit team. So 100% for me, um, I see them as one. We are with one with our spirit team. Um, right. A lot of the actual tips and tricks that I've actually learned, such as mindfulness and meditation and breathing, um, is, is what my angels have actually taught me. And obviously I've been along to different um, training um, facilities and different training days, but mm-hmm. a lot of the time going within is, you know, talking to your spirit guides, listening to what advice they say. And if you look at it, most of us in this world that we live in, especially during COVID-19, um, have anxiety. We have ups and downs, ups and downs, days, weeks, months. 
Um, and when you look at what that actually means is that if we start to listen to ourselves, listen to our angels, and a lot of the time when I'm meditating, um, they're actually giving me the message to say, slow down, slow down, take a breath, meditate, connect with your community, um, all of that. that that's, that's sort of where I'm coming from. What motivated you to um, start your public speaking and to start with um, self-care as a focus? What mm-hmm. got you started there? Um, look, there's a funny story behind this, and I hope you don't mind me sort of sharing it with you. Oh, um, I was actually sitting with um, my workmates at my desk in a job in a call centre that I wasn't passionate about. And I'm just like, I'm not passionate about it. I don't feel the fire. And I'm taking call after call of people who don't appreciate, you know, the service that we do, I do, the company does. And I'm thinking to myself, there's something, there has to be something bigger than just this. And when I started to actually go, you know what, I'm going to practice what I preach and actually connect with the angels and and connect with the universe. And I said internally to myself as loud as I could, universe, I'm calling on you to say that I'm not passionate about what I do. I need the next step, but I don't know where to go. If you could at any, in, in, in any way give me some advice on where I need to go forward in a very clear sign, let me know. And I thought, you know what, I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. And within an hour, I had received an email that came across um, my, my inbox and it said, are you interested in teaching other people how to connect with mindfulness, meditation and breathing? Um, please respond to this email and we can talk further. And it was actually from the corporate wellness part of our business. And I'm thinking, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. <laughs> and, and it was funny because I'm thinking, here I am strapped to a desk answering phone calls that I'm not any more passionate about than I've, I've been before. So I sent an email and I'm like, you know what, one of the biggest issues is going to be getting my boss to approve this giving me time off the phones because that's what we're there to do. We're we're there to answer calls. And then I thought to myself, okay, connect again. I've got the first sign that I asked for. Let's connect again. And so I said, okay, angels, tell me this. I need you to help me get approval from my manager and my center manager to allow me to do this opportunity that you've just given me. Can you please assist? Literally within, say, 24 hours, my manager, who normally says no, said pretty much everything, (laughs) said yes. And then that then went through to my centre manager, who then said, yes, we'd love you to do it. Um, That's where it all sort of started from. I'm actually a really nervous public speaker. And for me, a a part of public speaking and, and taking on that role as a mindfulness guru or spiritual guru, and that's such a, a laugh of a term, but for me, it, it's, it's a case of the thing that I had to struggle with right. was going, I'm not a perfect person. I'm, I get anxious. I feel, sometimes I feel sad. Mm-hmm. How am I meant to teach other people what to do on a day by day basis if I'm not 100% perfect? And then back to listening to spirit. Then I heard spirit come in on multiple occasions when I tried to back out of it saying, it's not about being perfect. It's about showing them that you're imperfect and this is what I do to get back on track. So that's sort of a little bit more about my story. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Wow. That's a great, great story. You hit on a lot of points that I feel a lot of people can relate to. 
even me personally, the idea of having in your mind, there has to be a better way than this. You know, I'm not passionate about what I'm doing right now. I have that same kind of story. I worked in corporate um, in New York City and it was horrible. And um, I felt like I was in a prison. It, it was it was really bad, so I, I can I can understand that. And then, you know, touching on feeling sort of like you're not ready to do this, or um, you feel sort of like an imposter. Some people say um, that comes up a lot for everyone that are that's starting you know a new business or starting an entrepreneurship or starting in speaking or writing a book or anything. I think mm-hmm. we sort of all feel that. What What do you think? It's a human conditioning. It says that we're not good enough or we're not ready. I can tell you now, I took that step and each time I spoke, I almost, I got the the quivers and the wibbles and the the wiggly fingers going, oh my God, I'm now in front of a room full of 70 people. Right. Um, But I will say that imperfection that we all have, if we harness that right, Mm -hmm. it makes us more lovable and more relatable. And I can tell you now what started with a few mindfulness sessions actually then turned to me being flown all over the country and being taken out of my nominal role in the call center to actually talk about the, the power of self-care and, and mm-hmm. self-care being sexy and actually taking the breath and the time to do the work that we love and feel passionate about that. Right. Um, I was being flown all over the country. And then I remember sometimes getting back to the hotel room going, wow, this all started with an email that came across my desk because I asked for a sign that I needed to do something else and I'm now staying in fancy hotels and actually teaching people how to live a happier and more fulfilled life. I honestly feel so blessed. Wow. And, and you feel like you're living a more fulfilled life by telling, helping other people yep. have a more yeah, fulfilled life. Sure. That's, that's great. Um, so talking about the self-care, what are your personal favorite things to do? Do you have um, any go-tos? any tools or any tips or tricks that you do for yourself that help you out? Yeah. um, I will say meditation is a really big one. I find it, um, I find especially with, I guess, day by day wear and tear that we all get, um, I get situational anxiety. Some things make me a little bit more anxious than others. So meditating and actually time to taking the time to go within um, is a big one. Breath work. Um, a really, really big part of self-care and it's a bit of the left of centre one is I need to make sure that the people around me um, are of a really good vibration. So I understand that, you know, have you heard of this this concept that uh, all of us, the, the people that we hang around, if we, if we looked at the top five people we hang around, they all equal 20% of, of who we are a part of and they reflect the energy of yes. what we're going through. So mm-hmm. I try to pick the people I'm around very, very carefully. And it's not to say I look for people that are always high vibe. It's more about I pick people that um, align with principles of just wanting to live a really good and happy life. Right. Um, patting my cat. I absolutely adore my cat. That's self-care mm-hmm. 101. Um, well, and one really, really good tip, I guess, if we're looking at uh, self-care from a, a, a corporate side, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time there was a lot of trouble when I was doing a lot of corporate gigs flying all over the country. Um, a lot of the time they would send an Uber or a taxi to pick me up from the airport and take me to a location. Normally what I'd do in my personal life, I would, I'd sit in the passenger side front seat 
what I actually got told by my spirit guides is that use the time that you're traveling to do things for you. So I always took a really big step to actually sit in the back seat and say, I'm just going to meditate in the back or I'm going to listen to music or I'm going to listen to a podcast. Um, and actually then just know that there's a separation from being the driver so that mm. all the time spent traveling um, is actually me time. And that's really important because in this world we live in, um, we spend so much time getting to and from work, then working. What happens if we could spend some of the time we're traveling doing self-care? Right. That's a very, very good tip. Very yeah. good tip. So what um, suggestions or advice would you give to someone who is just starting out um, to develop a self-care routine? Mm. Um, self-care routine and advice. Uh, I would probably say the argument that I have, a, I have a lot from other people is I don't have time. Mm. Honestly, how many times do we have in our lives, even I find myself saying I don't have time, the argument is if you don't have time, find some time, even if it's five to 10 minutes on the way to work or on the way home or, you know, go for a break, pull yourself away from your desk, mm. actually take the break to actually do it. So um, there's a few really, really good apps out there. I find there's one for me that works really well called Insight Timer. It's a meditation app. It's completely free and it allows you to actually place the meditations that you do based on how much time you have. Um, but yeah, prioritizing your time, making sure that you do it because there's never an excuse for you not to put yourself first. Very, very good tips. And I'll, I'll put a link to, um, that app in the show notes, um, so that anyone who's listening can, um, check it out. So what are you working on now in your business? Do you have any offerings right now or anything coming up in the near future? Uh, yeah, look, I'm currently working on a few things. And uh, as I mentioned, I was a little bit of a, or am a little bit of a nervous public speaker. Um, do you meditate, Bianca? Yes, I do. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> it's really important. Um, self-care is sexy. But where <laughs> I was sort of sitting in that, um, I remember sitting in meditation space and I have a little balcony. I live in the city of Melbourne here in Australia. Beautiful. And I remember sitting on the balcony and I was in meditation and some of my angels came through and they said, Morgan, what are you doing for yourself in community during COVID-19? And I started to think, Oh, that's a, that's a big question. I'm meditating. Like, can't I, can't I come back to you? And they said, no, 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 you need to understand this. You can't hold or put your business on hold of publicly speaking for people about, you know, the benefits of self-care and mindfulness and putting yourself first. You can't put that on the back burner during a time of COVID-19. One of my fears is public speaking, but also going on camera. And I mm. don't know why that is. And they said, what we're going to ask you to do is um, set up Zoom sessions for 30 minutes every week with a, either a, a special guest that either really does very, very well in their community offerings, such as, you know, I've had celebrities, I've had politicians, I've had musicians all talking about how COVID-19 has affected them and any, any positive aspects that I guess it's taught them, e.g. to go within. Um, that's like one week. And then the next week would be our virtual check-ins where people can actually talk about how they feel and learn some mindfulness techniques to actually help boost them through COVID-19. So that's sort of what I'm working on at the moment. There's one every week. And you can find that on my Facebook page, uh, Morgan okay. Fitzgerald's. 
Um, and basically all the events are completely free to attend. It's my offering for community um, and it is via Zoom. So basically you'll need the, the Zoom um, uh, meeting number and also the password okay. and come along. So that's sort of what I'm working on. I'm not trying to really plan too much more past COVID-19 because you never mm -hmm. know when or what's going to happen next. Um, but it's all to unite people and it's all to sort of to do the same kind of training that we have um, in person but online. Right. Yeah, well, taking um, away... I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. What were you going to say? No, finish, please finish what you were going to say. That's all good. Um, what I was also going to say is that I'm currently also in talks with um, a few businesses across Melbourne um, who are wanting to actually pay me to organise some panel discussions. Um, the first panel discussion I had was back in February 19 this year. And it had different people from community, um, you know, a mix of public leaders, politicians, um, mental health um, specialists. And we talked about the, the power of queer mental health. Looks mm -hmm. of those planned as well. I think the next one is going to be surviving COVID-19 and what that has actually taught us. Um, and that's going to be, I think, early May. So watch this space. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, what I was going to say before is that um, taking it one day at a time is actually really good advice because, like you said, we don't know what's what's going to happen um, from day to day. So that's that's really good advice as well. And um, I'd also like to say that your offering that you're putting out there for the community is beautiful, and um, I'll be keeping a lookout for it. Thank you. I hope I hope to see you at one of them. But oh, just as a heads up as well for all of those people who are in the states. Um, or other places around the world. These are all actually being recorded on Zoom mm -hmm. and then actually uploaded to YouTube. So um, you can actually find the links to the, the, the recorded sessions um, so you can catch up at a later point. Beautiful. So is there anything else that you would like to add as we wrap up? Um, look, I will say my, uh, friend, my dear friend and ex-partner um, came to me with the phrase of self-care is sexy during <laughs> COVID-19. I love that. Take some time. Yeah, I know. It's a really powerful phrase. And I think it kind of hit me for six um, when, when I heard it. And that was because I'm like, self-care is sexy. What does that mean? It means that when you put yourself first, it's almost like so many times in what we do in every day, imagine if a plane's going to go down and it's going to crash. What a lot of empaths do and highly sensitive people do is they sort of reach for the life masks or masks that go over people's face and get everyone's mask on them first mm -hmm. bring your mask mask down and then practice self-care put yourself first even if it's five or ten minutes per day if you, even if you could just start with that self-care is sexy means that you'll start to actually relax and and find more of a groove within life so yeah practice self-care is sexy and um just know that even though that COVID 19 is, is kind of big and scary um we will get through this and it will actually teach us some really positive lessons Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed this discussion and I would like to stay in touch and maybe have you back on in the future. I'd love that. I really would. Thank you. I love the conversation this week. I think my favorite thing that Morgan said, what really struck home for me was his tip regarding self-care, prioritizing your time, making sure that you do it because there's never an excuse for you not to put yourself first. Morgan is such a loving luminary doing amazing work in the world. If you love his vibe too, give him a follow. Check out the show notes for his contact information. 
Join me on the podcast next week to get more tips, tools, and practices to help you make your business as magical as you are. Now get out there and launch your light. Have a magical week.